0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 13, How to Live Your Best Life, Travel Edition. Um, It's crazy how time flies. We're already at episode 13. Um, This was a really fun one to record because we get to talk about our recent travels. I went to Costa Rica. Lexi went to Mexico. And uh, they were both equally valuable in learning experiences, meeting new people, seeing new places. Um, And we discuss why travel is so important, why putting yourself in uncomfortable situations um, makes you a better person, improves um, your confidence, improves yourself as a whole. Um, It's just so important to to get out there and put yourself in new situations. So we really enjoy this podcast. Um, Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, and we hope you enjoy. (laughs) Good. Good morning.
1: Morning. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. ¿Cómo Mm -hmm. estás? Bien. ¿Y tú? Muy bien. Muy bien. Muy bien. bien.
0: Um, uh, ¿De dónde viajaste?
1: Uh, Fui a México. We probably need to translate for people. (laughs) Mm. ¿Cuál es? ¿Cuál es?
0: How? ¿Cuál es? How was...
1: Oh, it was good. Qual? Como fue? Como, how, how did it go? Yeah, yeah. Como, 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 como fue. Como fue? Um, it como went fue? well. Como fue. Okay. How did it go? All right, Wait, uh, three, two, one, episode 13. Yeah, three, two, one,
0: go. <laughs> go.
1: Episode 13. Okay, let me re-say what I was saying earlier. Is that I had a mentor tell me one time, this is really loud. I had a mentor tell me one time that it is better for someone to have... Um, a lot of passionate uh, or passion about their life, about they wouldn't want to do. Can you turn that down? That's too loud for my ears. Or maybe, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and and to be able to like redirect that into like where things can flourish. And um, okay, now I can't hear anything. Kay. Okay. Okay. Um,
0: Technical dif- difficulties this morning. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Um, it's okay. You'd rather have have someone in front of you like mentoring them or whatever with too much passion and be able to direct that in the right way or or ask, you know, have them calm it down versus someone who has no drive, who has no passion. It's really hard to get someone to acquire that if they don't already have it within them. Mm. But if you have too much or a lot or whatever, there's a way to like direct that and, you know, master it and stuff like that
0: interesting we had that on the football field too hmm. it's like they always said it's always better to go all out mm-hmm. and we tone you back yes. then we have to get you to go yeah. harder yeah um
1: because there's stagnation otherwise like there's no movement if someone is just like oh whatever like apathetic yeah is well because the
0: then the baseline is so much higher mm-hmm. like it's harder i don't know because then you're used to doing that mm-hmm. and then you can always tone it back. Exactly. But then if you're used to doing something less, then it's harder it's to, hard to, like, for the most part, go harder. Mm-hmm. Or and go get f- to
1: that threshold. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yes. Interesting. Um, It's been a minute since we've done this.
1: We have. It has.
0: I missed you guys. I missed the audience. All the people. Yeah.
1: Do You think they missed us?
0: Yes. Okay, great. They're dying for this episode. <laughs> um, Guys, we're going to be talking about... Um, how to live, how to live your best life through travel. Yes. We just went on a couple vacations. I went to Co- Costa Rica.
1: And I went to Mexico.
0: And Lexi went to Mexico. hmm And it was wonderful. We it's both good. have very different experiences, but both were, um, enlightening. Yes. And yes. we learned a lot of lessons mm-hmm. and le- learned a lot of things about ourselves. So we hope to share those with you today. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so let's get, let's get started. You go first. Why me?
1: Because I want you to go first.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, where do I begin? (laughs) Uh, yeah, Costa Rica was amazing. It was, I went to a little town called Nosara. Um, it's this little tiny beach, like sandy beach town filled with yogis and surfers and hippies and uh, travelers and expats. Um, There's not, I mean, there are locals there, but it's mostly a bunch of expats and travelers and all the other people I said um, hanging out, uh, which makes it kind of cool because it's a different, it's not like you're getting the Costa Rican like the true Costa Rican experience, but that is that is the vibe that you get down there is very wellness-oriented, um, very relaxed. If you saw my post on social media, on Instagram about Pura Vida, um, it's a real thing. Like everybody down there lives that no worries, simple, carefree, not carefree, but just knowing that life is so good and they're just so grateful for every second that they get to spend down there and they want to share it with the people that, uh, that travel there and visit. Um, and it's just so welcoming and so, um, so nice to, to be around people like that. Um, and that's what I learned probably what I learned this. And so anyways, I, I surfed, I learned to surf for the first time, which was extremely hard. Um, I got humbled many, 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 many times trying to actually get out to the point where I can actually surf. Um, But I eventually got up. I was just in the whitewash. And then I went out to the lineup, which um, is where, like, all the the big-time surfers go. Um, and it was very intimidating, and I didn't get a wave because uh, I was scared I was going to kill somebody. <laughs> and the waves are massive, uh, but next time I'll, I'll get out there. Um, I also did some some yoga, um, and, the, I mean, it was really cool because the first place I stayed was on top of this hill. Um, on, on top of this, like, hill, and to get up to the yoga resort was like there was this huge flight of stairs that you had to walk up to. So it looked like this Zen Buddhist temple, um, and it was just paradise on top. They had this really nice pool. Um, it looked like a jungle. I mean, it was just gorgeous. They had sidewalks taking you down to your room, and on, on each side of the sidewalk there were streams that were flowing that just – it just sounded so – peaceful and serene. It was just beautiful. And then the yoga was great. They had these huge yoga shalas, which were like open, uh, like kind of pyramid, not pyramid, like, but teepee type things. Yeah. Um, like the top is made of straw, um, but very stable and whatnot. But it was just, it was just gorgeous being out in the jungle. Like and doing the sides some yoga. are open. Yeah. There's no walls. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But the, but the main thing that I liked and learned about Costa Rica was how, how many, how great travel is, Mm -hmm. to be honest. It's, um, one, it pushes you out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. You, you know, I went by myself, and so that was, when I was, I was was getting nervous as I was going, because I'd never done this before, and I'm going to a foreign country, and didn't know what it was going to be like, and I was going to be there for 10 days, and, like, who knows what's going to happen, and, Am I going to enjoy myself? Am I going to spend too much money? But you get down there and you, you just, uh, you figure it out. You mm-hmm. figure it out. You test yourself. You, um,
1: I think you that that's what, things? sorry to interrupt, but I think that that's right was stuck. what, <laughs> what people are afraid of is like, do like asking the question internally. And this doesn't even have to mean for travel. It can be as simple as like living your life or figuring what's next of like looking inward and questioning, okay, do I have what it takes to be able to figure it out? Like, do I believe in myself that I can either have a conversation with someone or, find the resources or do something new like do i have what it takes to figure life out and so sometimes i think like you were saying the the importance of travel is that it helps you get out of your comfort zone it helps you see a new life like through a different someone else's lens and not your own like normal surroundings and so it helps kind of like like that travel becomes a catalyst for for the way in which you see now your normal life. Because I think that, like I said, I think that that's one of the most like, probably fearful parts of just being a human is like, okay, in this next moment or situation or whatever, what whatever this is going to require of me, do I have what is required to do this? Or, you know what I mean? I think it can like be translated across whatever you want to talk about. But it's cool that like you did have a positive experience and you did meet new people and you did figure it out. You know, like that's really neat that. So now you come back with a different level of confidence and like security in who you are rather than just like being comforted by like you're normal. You were able to like rise to the occasion. I think that that's why travel I have noticed is so important is because it, 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 gives it invites people into the opportunity that like oh like no you do have what it takes to like get out of your comfort zone and try new things and experience new things Mm.
0: yeah i completely agree and it gives you a different perspective too like yeah like you were saying about the other people with different perspectives Mm -hmm. you realize there's so many different ways of life Mm -hmm. and people are living like they're especially down there i mean they're people are just so happy mm-hmm. and they're so connected and they're so just in love with everything they're doing. And mm-hmm. it's so inspiring. Um,
1: so do you think that people in that area, is it because it is truly like physically paradise? Like, okay, the sunshine, the ocean, you know, the, the temperatures, surf- like the, the physical, you know, things that, that that environment or that community chooses to engage in? Is it both like everyone's cultivating like an internal world, which then kind of propels them to be more brave to try new things? And so as a community they like grow these new ways of thinking or do you think it's individual or do you like why can't people why can't we find that community everywhere? Like like geographically or Situationally. Why do you think that that's specific to that place or qu- places like that?
0: That's a good question. I think it's the environment that attracts those people, hmm. the the right kind of person to that place. Hmm. Um, But then you also, you look at other cities in Costa Rica that, that aren't like that, that are mostly economic driven, economically hmm. driven. Um, like Tamarindo is a yep. place that's has a bunch of high rises. It's very, Party City-like. club yeah. city oriented, mm. um, but in Nosara you can't build on the beach. It's very eco friendly. Like mm. um, when well, this in the whole country of Costa Rica, you the government you have to go through the government to cut down a tree. Mm. Um, so, but Nosara tries to maintain as much of their ecosystem as possible, which makes it really cool. But I think it's the environment for sure, um, and then the people that it attracts that maintain it that way cuz mm-hmm. there's a couple businesses in in Nosara yeah. that people are trying to boycott mm-hmm. because they're not they aligned online, they're not yeah. al- aligned with um what they're trying to do there mm-hmm. and there's a there's a town similar to Nosara it's a little more developed called uh, Santa Santa Teresa mm-hmm. Santa Santa Teresa <laughs> Santa Teresa.
1: <laughs> Let me just say it, it in layman's terms. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Santa Teresa.
1: Arkansasian.
0: Yeah, I'm still working on my um, rolling my the rolling of my R's.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that the other day.
0: <laughs>
1: just relax your tongue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <You're> try- <laughs> I'm like hocking a try-
1: Yeah, you're trying too hard.
0: Uh, I I can't like it. How do you mean? People keep telling me relax my tongue, uh-huh. but it's not. You're
1: like pull like. You should go, Uh, it's like at the front of your mouth instead uh, of the back.
0: uh, (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Almost. Okay. okay. Sorry, guys. Um, Uh, Yeah, so it's the people. It's also the environment. Um, hmm, I don't know. It's just. Because it, it could easily go in the opposite. And it, it probably is. There's a lot of developments happening in Nosara that, you know, are probably taking it in that direction. Because it's hard once people start making money. Like, it's going to be hard to to stop it.
1: I was just going to say, like, so is it literally money that pollutes things? Is mm. it yeah the acquiring of things and money and, like, the... Always makes like pure lifestyles go awry.
0: Yeah, it's greed. Like, it's greed okay.
1: mm-hmm.
0: for sure. It's greed. It's part of the ego. The ego wants greed. Gre- th- ego wants money.
1: I think too. Like a part of travel is like obviously, if you have a lot of money, you can travel very luxuriously. That's fine. But even then, there is still a point of travel that no matter how much money, like like think of all the like celebrities in Hollywood that just travel the world on their private jets, whatever. Yes, they have the ability to do that, but there is still a almost submission or a yielding that has to happen in order to go to a new place. So like, yeah, you could maybe just buy a resort or buy like whatever, but you still are now in the conditions of that space or that land or that people group. And so I feel like a part of it is almost like, I think that's why traveling In the way that like you did it or like the way I travel is like it attracts more of like a free spirit that is not as like comfort in their possessions or in their environment. Does that make sense? Mm. So, like, I guess if you have the money to like buy everything you want, stay in all the places you want, pay a driver, like that's fine, I guess. But when you go to a new place, there is a level of like yielding to that place because you're no longer in your familiar situation. Mm. So like either whether if so say you go to a place that like speaks a totally different language well, unless you purchase a translator or whatever, you're gonna be at the mercy of someone in that area that can like commune with you or like conversate with you or you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so when you just stay where you're at, that's not really required because mm. you just choose to surround yourself with same people that look like you, that do the same job as you, that have the same hobbies as you, you know, like it's very, which there's a positive to that, but I think like.
0: What's the positive?
1: Um, I mean, the, I'm sure like if somebody lives a certain life that is like life-giving and they're happy in that, like I'm sure that they could always stand to get out of their comfort zone, but they may be living a really good life and they may not feel suffocated or like they feel like a bad life. You know what I mean like so if someone likes their environment they don't really have a reason to get out of their comfort zone even though I still believe like you should choose that but not everybody believes that I think
0: yeah i just i just question if it's sustainable like are you going to enjoy it forever and is the comfort
1: I think some people do
0: You think so? Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Maybe not everybody has that call for adventure. Right. Um but one thing i've noticed i notice about traveling is um like when you're when you're in conference, when you meet new people especially other travelers mm-hmm. there's always something to talk something mm-hmm. fun and exciting to talk about mm-hmm. that that's actually meaningful mm-hmm. like you talk about who you are what you've done where you're mm-hmm. going uh what you're excited about mm-hmm. cuz no one no one else that you're meeting um knows these things about mm-hmm. you so exactly. like you you get to you get these you have these conversations all mm-hmm. the time and so you you get to tell you get to tell new people mm-hmm. about yourself, mm-hmm. and it's a new chance to express who you who you really are. Right. When you stay in the same place, you you don't get that opportunity mm-hmm. because everyone pretty much knows who you are. They're not asking these inquisitive questions because mm-hmm. they they know the gist. They, right. they they get the point. They know what you're up to,
1: yeah. or they know somebody that knows you, or they've seen something you've done. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: And so the the conversations are you know i i don't know they can be deep but i just mm. don't think they're as deep as they are if if you're constantly yeah. meeting new people that are challenging you and testing you and allowing you so yourself right. to especially, to be you
1: yeah especially if you meet a foreigner in another foreign land like that's not their home that's another opportunity to open up to conversations because you already have that common thread of like, okay, two people from different parts of the world came to the same place. Okay. That's a common thread. Okay. Let's explore that. Like, what got you here? What got you here? You know, like, and, and so it's cool because you're able to connect on that and as to why you're there together and what are you doing? How are you feeling? What is your experience? What do you do? You know, what do you do when you're not here? Like, and, And here you kind of, I think we take for granted conversation. Like I was reading this book, The Alchemist, um, and they were talking about, so they had made it through the desert, like this caravan of people made it through the desert. And they got to this land or oasis or like little town and the people in the town they were all of a sudden like so fascinated with these new people of like, where'd you come from? What did you do? You know, where you came from? Like, what was your job? Like they were so fascinated And it was so cool to me because it made me realize like the value of story, the value of conversation and of passing down like stories. And I think that we don't ask a lot of questions anymore, especially if we're used to seeing someone because it's like, uh, well, I can assume what you did yesterday or like I know your patterns or whatever instead of like always being curious about someone's heart about their journey. And there's like a sweet sweetness about being curious and asking someone their story.
0: Right. But then also. If if you know that if you know what they've been up to and mm-hmm. you know that it's pretty boring, mm-hmm. like they're just going to work, going home, yeah. watching TV, you don't ask. rinse, repeat It's every single time. So like. No one wants to hear that story. That's a boring story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, like, I, I just... Maybe we have a bunch of boring stories going on in, in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a lot of interesting things.
1: And I think... I mean, when, I would,
0: when you stay in the same place. Mm-hmm, but when and, you travel, it's always something new.
1: Yeah. And, though like, those people that have, like... Maybe they do have the same same routine or whatever. If they are not choosing to find, like, treasures in the midst of their mundane lives, like then yeah, they wouldn't have a lot to talk about. But I do know people that have mundane lives and they've found purpose in that. And so they're able to say like, Oh, I talked to this person. And that was a really cool conversation. Or, you know, this customer came to see me and this is how what happened. So it's like, I think that even in the midst of, like, the same thing every day, people still have the ability to be curious about strangers that they meet, of, like, the gas station or, you know, whatever. Like, I don't feel like my dad has a super boring or same thing every day, but, like, he'll always have a story about, like, oh, so-and-so with the gas station said, and it's like, oh, well, he makes friends everywhere he goes because he's curious about the people around him, even if it's the feed store that he goes to every other week. You mm. know what I mean? Like yeah. And so that's, like, a really sweet To take interest into the person on the other side of you because that person does have a story. It may not, like, it may be different or it may not be that they went somewhere, but I think our level of curiosity at the person across from us is really important. Mm. And I feel like that's what travel teaches me. So when I come back, trying to bring that little piece with me. Yeah instead of dismissing like like if a person tells me they're not interested in travel instead of me being like oh, okay well you don't get it like I can still try to explore like okay well what about your life do you love so much that you don't feel the need to travel you know mm. and sometimes I can't answer, but I mean most of the time they can if they feel that passionate about it but not having the, the need of travel
0: yeah interesting hmm that's a good point just being being curious and being interested in other people. Mm. Cuz I noticed when I was down there like I'll go to a coffee shop and it's so easy to strike up conversation with other people because mm. you're curious yeah, I mean you're right, like you're curious where they've been, what they're mm. doing, are they working, are they going surfing? How like how was the surf this morning? Like all the yeah. other things. Like I met I met as I was leaving Costa Rica on the bus ride back to the airport, I met two people that we we literally talked for three hours on the bus ride Aww. and it's just like moments like that. You don't, that I don't experience here at least. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's something that I need to work on is just being more inquisitive mm-hmm. of other people. Cause you go to a coffee shop and everyone's in their own lane. Like no one wants to bother anybody. No one wants to, you know, everyone's like so locked in mm-hmm. on their work and yeah. studying. and.
1: The most awkward thing too, speaking of like the, because I mean we go to Puritan a lot is like every once in a while like okay a few times (laughs) once Um, or twice (laughs) uh, I yesterday the girl that always cuts me off because I have too many espresso shots in a day I just learned her name yesterday and I was embarrassed and I said to her I was like I'm so sorry that I haven't asked your name before like Because you're the one serving me coffee almost every day. You're working here every day. And we get so comfortable seeing the same faces. And we're like, oh, I know them. But then I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't even know her name. And that's terrible, you know. And so being able to create those friends, and I think I've been taking taking for granted the fact that, like, okay, go to the same coffee shop. I see a lot of the same people. Not always. Like, there's new people all the time. But, like, seeing the same people, and it's like you get to where you're, like – uh we're familiar. I know you, you know me, whatever. But we never take the time to ask like, hey, what's your name? Since I see you all the time, like I should know your name and I should build that relationship. Hmm. I think I either people are embarrassed of like, oh, well, I see them all the time. Like, I don't need to know their name or,
0: or like it's too you, late. Yeah, exactly. I've like, already like, seen you yes. enough. So like it's, <laughs> exactly. it's past the point. To get, to and you your take
1: name. for granted that familiar piece. Instead of me being like, oh, because I see them all the time, I want to become their friend. I want to at least become their acquaintance where I know their name. I could say hi to them by name versus just being another face that I see often. Mm. And that like I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. She was like, I mean, it's fine. Everybody does it. I'm like, well, just because everybody does it. Like, I'm sorry that I did that, you know?
0: Yeah, but I mean, it could be laziness. I think I get lazy, lazy with it. Like mm-hmm. When I was down there, I think I I got so used to I was in the habit of like introducing myself, mm-hmm. like saying hi, what are you doing, like, and it just becomes easy. But then you mm-hmm. get back here, and then, you know, everyone's just so focused on getting their work For done. Themselves. Like you don't want to you don't want to bother them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's, I don't know, I feel like. You you may be in a coffee shop to get your work done, but you I think you're also there for a little bit of social interaction.
1: Right, absolutely. You would stay home or somewhere else if you There's, didn't you want it. Yeah, you can go to so
0: the library if you really yeah. wanted some quiet, some, yeah. In, some yeah. solace. Yeah,
1: exactly. Is that
0: the right word? Mm-hmm. Yeah, solace, solitude. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, okay,
0: so tell me about your trip. Tell us about your trip.
1: Yeah. Uh, My trip was good. It was a unique trip. Um, I went, I was just invited uh, by a friend, and she was working for the U of A, so watched some U of A sports while I was there, which was fun. Um, I learned that I have never watched a softball game until then. I went from never watching one to, like, one a day, two a day, Um, which was fun because the game of softball is, like, faster than baseball. I like the atmosphere of baseball, but it's too slow and I can't, I don't understand what's going on. Um, mm. I just know how to look at like batting mechanics and hitting me- like and throwing mechanics. Uh, so I just don't understand the game. Mm. Um, but it was cool to like learn about a new sport and like get to know the parents of like, you know, people there and stuff like that. And then I stayed with the locals. So I got to, um, similar to you of like I got to like meet a lot of expats, people who have moved there from other parts of the world and a lot of them are working online, you know, things like that. And so I got to watch the Super Bowl in Mexico, which was pretty cool. On a rooftop. Wow. That was pretty sweet. Sweet. Um and one thing that I do like wish more or I did more was like I was able to explore the local a little bit more. Like on my own. Um so I guess I could just could have stayed longer, but it was it was good for the time being. Did
0: okay. you have to speak a lot of Spanish?
1: Actually, yeah. I'm not I didn't have to, but it was just like I think that because there are so many people that are international. Actually, hold wait, on. Wait, wait can,
0: wait, can I ask that again? Yes. Tienes que <laughs> no. hablar mucho español.
1: Uh. Yes and no. (laughs) Yes and no. Um, I would say that what's interesting is that the group that I met that were all expats and like internationals, not not very many of them speak Spanish. And I was like, what? They're like, yeah, we don't really speak a lot of Spanish because we have like each other and English. And I was like, that kind of made my heart sad because they were so like they hung out with each other so much that they didn't really need to. Speak Spanish or the the language of the land because like their connections were with the people you know that speak the same language of them. Um. Anyway, so I personally like would walk to everywhere I went. I think it's your bracelet. Oh, maybe
0: not. Is that coming on the microphone?
1: Mm -hmm, I can hear it. Uh, what is it? It might be mine.
0: (laughs) That is yours. (laughs)
1: um i was touching okay um
0: sorry about that that's
1: okay um well i'm sorry i guess i was, I was talking to the audience <laughs> not you okay, <laughs> um anyway so because i walked everywhere i got in this rhythm of like stopping in a coffee shop and would speak spanish to them and it's funny because because there are like i was saying because there's so many people that have moved into there. I think some of the locals just assume that some of like the, the people, no matter what their background is, that they do speak Spanish because they're moving to Mexico. And so it's you either got that. You either got like they didn't expect that you knew any Spanish or they expected that you like knew conversational Spanish. And so um, I went to this coffee shop, and so I just was like – it just kind of flowed actually. Like it was just more natural for me to just kind of like – at least try, you know, like I didn't never just come out and speak English. I think I always tried to speak Spanish and they, they would, they appreciate me. that. Yeah. 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 Um, so
0: well, at least I think they do.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think so. Yeah. Cause you're taking the time to like learn, like you're in their place. So it would only be respectful to do that, you know? Yeah. Um, so it was fun. That was fun. Um, but it was a good little like impromptu trip.
0: Um biggest lessons. What do you you want to talk about the Alchemist and how
1: Yeah, I wanna yeah, let's talk about this. Okay, we're gonna Well we're I'm gonna... only like halfway through, but so explain give them a synopsis of the book since you've read the whole thing.
0: Yeah. Um Or I hel- can't help, help help me out. Help okay. me out. Okay, so, so The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho is about this boy. To, he's a shepherd. He's a shepherd and he's yearning for more in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tells his dad he's gonna go travel the world or travel and find.
1: He wanted to become a so he <laughs> started. Well, no, that's right. But, um, Let's the reason minute.
0: I know the gist,
1: yes. So, yes, this kid grows up and the they live in this small town and, um, you know his parents like want him to be a priest so they're like okay we're going to send you to school send you to seminary and he goes and he's like actually no like i want to travel i like my desire is to travel and so he take he decides to he tells his family actually i'm not going to be a priest i'm actually going to become a shepherd because shepherds have to travel and so he buys a sheep starts traveling to these different cities because he's in search for food and water for a sheep and so he'll stay wherever meets people in the town and every like you know every season he'll sell the wool that he gets from a sheep and that's kind of how he gets to travel and um then i don't remember how he got here but at at one point he is yearning for maybe a little bit more but i don't know if that's at, at that time he see he meets this gypsy lady and something about oh no no he desires to travel he starts to travel He goes to this one town and he meets like this girl of like a merchant's daughter or something like that. So that becomes his focus. Well, in the midst of that, he has this recurring dream that's talking about like treasure. So he's like, okay, well, I need to get this dream interpreted. And so he goes to this lady who interprets the dream. And when he gets the dream interpreted, that's when he starts like going on a bigger scale of like, okay, I've done this traveling. Now I want to go and search for this treasure. The lady doesn't know the treasure. He doesn't know what the treasure is. And but she's like, you'll find it in the pyramids like in Egypt. And so and then fa-
0: she, she gives that lesson to him for free as long yes. as when he finds the treasure, he has yes. to give it back. To she
1: him. has a por- she gets a portion. Yeah. And so then he goes on and then like on the way to this uh, town where he's going to meet the merchant's daughter to sell his wool again. Um, there's a king. He doesn't know he's a king yet, but he sits down with him, has this conversation. And the, and the boy is like annoyed because he's reading. And so, the king, like, starts striking up a conversation, and it's almost like he knew every thought before the boy said it. So, anyways, they go on this journey, and from, so, what I'm at is that, like, I don't really want to spoil the book if people want it, but he meets a series of people. And the goal is, like I said, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm assuming, but the goal is he meets these series of people, and along the journey... He exchanges pieces of his life with these people. So he helps one guy, like, help gets his store better and, like, selling more and makes a profit. And then, you know, what he gets from the king is this exchange of a lesson from the gypsy, an exchange of a lesson. And then he meets this other guy on a journey to the pyramids that he's in search for this alchemist. He's in search for this man who is this, like I keep meaning to look up the word alchemist, but he's this other guy's in search for this man that can teach him and mentor him how to be like the best alchemist in the world or whatever.
0: It's like, it's someone who like combines different elements into, to create a different element. Okay.
1: So yeah. So that's what, that's what it's, that to guy form gold. Yeah. Or yes. other things. Um, And so now this kid is on a journey ne- Alongside this other guy is on a journey to find something else. And I feel like there are moments though in the book that while the kid is searching for this treasure, I feel like I get glimpses of like he's realizing that it's not about that treasure itself. Mm. It's more about like along the way, like what he's learning. How to be like? There's a point that he's like talking about how he's like treasuring the silence in the desert, and he's like, "This is the best thing so far." And so it's like he, along this journey, is realized. And at one point, he almost went back to become a shepherd. Like he was like, "Okay, I've, I've made it. This is awesome. I've traveled. Okay, now I need to go back home to what I know, familiar, and you know, settle down or whatever." But he ends up not doing that. So, anyways, I just it's fascinating because there are moments that I'm like. It goes, it gives me the idea that it's back and forth of like, okay, we all are longing for more. And a part of me wants to say that actually it's like within us. And we have to go on this journey to find that what we're actually trying to get at, we've had all along. But it took going on the journey to find that.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Um.
1: So it's not so much but about even the then, physical decimation. But even then,
0: I think if you go inwards, that... Vo- the the being inside will implore you will guide you towards adventure gu- mm-hmm. guides you toward guide you guide you towards um challenging yourself and putting Discovery. yourself in new new situations mm-hmm. or else you're you're never going to change and become the person that you could mm-hmm. if you do travel right cuz you learn so many things along the way just yeah. like we we've been talking about yeah but it's within you like, your satisfaction is within you at all
1: times. Right. Yeah. And and that's the thing, too, is I think that that's a um, – is it a catch-22, I guess? of realizing, like, I think some – I mean, you know, it's a cliche quote that's been circling since, you know, the early 2000s of, like, it's not about the de- destination. It's about the journey. But it's, like, it's so cliche, but it actually – is true, and when you go on a journey hoping to get to a destination, you're always let down. And but when you realize that it's who you're becoming along the journey, it's like that's the treasure. Mm.
0: Uh, w- would you say it's always let down? I mean, if that's if that maybe if that's what you think is going to fulfill you, yes. That
1: that's, if if that's the thought, then you're going to be let down,
0: right? But that's, it's just, it's fleeting. It's, it's Mm -hmm. a temporary.
1: It's always moving. There's a moving target.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Perfect. It's a, it's about the, it's about the journey. It's about what you learn along the way. It's Mm -hmm. about who you become because of the, uh, of the journey. It's never the destination. It's always the end result is going to be fleeting. You're, you're never going to be fully satisfied with it. Yeah. Um, cause it's, it's going to pass and then yeah. you're going to go back to your normal life. And, and what do you, you know,
1: I think it's that thing of like, if you're always chasing something like that destination, then you, and you overlook, you know, like you, you can't see past the fact that like, it's it's along the way is where you're finding that and like like you said like okay it would be freaking cool if he gets to where he's standing on top of the pyramids and cool but it's all these people that he's met along the way all the lessons that he's learned about himself along the way that makes that destination so much sweeter
0: hmm. yeah
1: and i would even i would even argue the fact that It's not that we become someone different. It's that that experience amplifies who we already are. I'm learning that currently I'm learning that travel and money doesn't change people. It just amplifies who you already were without those things. How so money? You know how people say like, Oh, don't change once you get money or people change with a lot of money. it's like, I don't think that that's true. I think that who they already were when they didn't have a lot of money is who they were. It just didn't get amplified until they did have the money and their priorities are just put on stage. Mm. Versus like if someone doesn't have like a lot, but they're still generous with what they have, when they have a lot of money, I think that they will still be generous. Right. Versus if someone's really frugal because they don't have any money and then when they get a lot of money, they stay frugal because that's the principle that they've always lived by. And that's who that that's who and their character have has always been. So it doesn't matter how much they acquire, they will always stay more frugal or more like maybe even greedy because that's the framework in which they're looking at the world through. Right. Instead of saying like, oh, well, I'm frugal now. And then but when I get money, I'll be able to like do more with it or give it away or whatever you want to say. That's actually not going to change. It's just going to amplify the fact that they still don't feel like they have enough. And they're realizing that money's still not enough.
0: What about travel then?
1: I think it's the same thing. It's like if I think that travel can bring alive something if it is in someone. But if someone already likes their comfort zone, they're not going to enjoy traveling. It's going to amplify how much they love their comfort zone. Or it's going to show, like, oh, the comfort zone actually wasn't who they were. They were always an adventurer, but their environment adapted them to be comfort, you know, to be like comfortable. So when they do travel, it's going to pull out the adventure in them because it's like, oh, wow, this is actually what my heart longs for, not that comfort. And some people, I think, discover that without those two things. But some people, I don't think, discover it until they go along those journeys.
0: Yeah, but those are two different things. Like, the money thing was, like, amplifying who you are. I guess it's amplifying who you are. That's what you were saying, amplifying who you are. I mean, totally
1: two different scenarios, but, yeah, I think that those
0: two. Money is, like, a greed thing. it, it It can be. It can.
1: Or if a person, even though they don't have much, they're always generous and, like, not really worried about it. So when they get more money they're still going to be just as generous because they never held on to the money as, like, a safety net, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: I don't know. That could be all wrong, but that's what I'm learning. No, it
0: sounds right. I mean, I I think the travel thing is interesting um, because, I mean, I think it just shows – it just – tells you who you are like traveling mm-hmm. adventuring if that's not something you, that you like and you've tried it then at least you've tried it and exactly. that's not your thing and so you can focus your attention at something on something at home and that's where Exactly. That's where God has um has led you
1: to be and mm-hmm. to do your work. Exactly. Cuz I have a friend that will name be named unnamed that I have traveled with that like In the comfort and in the normal, it's like, okay, cool, whatever. And this person desires to travel, to like go to all these places. But I went there. I went to a place with this person. And it was kind of clashy because that comfort came out. And it really shocked me because I already knew that about that person. But then I just assumed that in travel, this person would kind of let more loose. No. And it was a little rough. (laughs) Not not bad by any means, like still a great friend. But like it's just funny because this person does desire to travel a lot, but it's in a specific way that still keeps that person in the confines of their comfort zone. Hmm. And that's not how I travel. And so it just was like it was just a discovery process. Hmm. So it amplified what that person already knew about themselves or what I already kind of knew, but didn't realize, oh, this is not going to change no matter what environment we're in. Because at their core, they like comfort. They like things to be put together and structured and, you know, clean and... Interesting, yeah. People to speak their language.
0: Yeah. I mean, I noticed that about myself. Like, I, I've i been here for so long. I've been in this in Fayetteville for so long that, like, I took for granted a lot of the things that, like that I was like Mm -hmm. who I was, Mm -hmm. um, that I finally realized that like it came out of me when I was traveling, Mm -hmm. um, that I'm adventurous, that I really enjoy talking to people Mm -hmm. and really enjoy doing fun things. Um, but I enjoy doing the things that I like to do and not what other people (laughs) like to do. And so, Mm -hmm. but just being able to experience that Mm -hmm. was really, um, just, it was beautiful i mean mm-hmm. it was it was it was just cool to see that come alive mm-hmm. um but you never you never realize that until yeah. you until you go travel and put yourself in different
1: mm-hmm.
0: different situations yeah. so
1: cuz it also i feel like traveling with this friend like i realized in the contrast of us and our personalities of like what this person got super annoyed at and did not enjoy about traveling is actually why I love to travel. Like, it makes me come alive. And so that total difference, already we knew that we had differences, but then it magnified them of like, oh, this person doesn't like to do XYZ because of this, and that's exactly what draws me to do it. Mm. So it's fascinating. It was fascinating. Uh,
0: interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's crazy. Like, I think I've traveled... A, a good amount I went mm-hmm. to Iceland and then I went to Costa Rica mm-hmm. but you go there and you meet other travelers and they've been all over the freaking <laughs> yes, world exactly
1: they've been to you're Bali like, oh. India mm-hmm.
0: everywhere in Europe mm-hmm. I mean Africa mm-hmm. I'm like,
1: you're like oh, how okay. old are you yeah.
0: you've already done this in your <laughs> 20 whatever yeah uh it's just so cool mm-hmm. you know I uh I aspire to see all those places mm-hmm. There's so many cool places Mm -hmm. because we were in this beautiful place in Nosara and then this girl whipped out her phone and was showing us Bali. Mm
1: -hmm. And you're like, oh, okay. Wow. (laughs) You realize. It could get better. I mean, who, who
0: who had any idea?
1: Exactly. And you realize how big the world is. When you meet new people on a different continent, you're like, oh, there's all different kinds of like. The world is so big and the there's so many so di- different kinds of people.
0: There's so many people even in that one little town there's mm-hmm. so many different lives and
1: represented. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, moral of our podcast podcast. You guys should travel if you feel called to. Or maybe or maybe start out something small. Do something that's like you know, kind of out of your comfort zone but then still within maybe what you know a little bit. Because even in that, you'll learn, I think. And then, you know, depending on what you like to do, you can go a little bit bigger and go to more uncomfortable places for you or whatever. But regardless, I think traveling is very crucial. Crucial. And it's funny because I didn't grow up traveling. Like my family didn't.
0: Maybe that's why you like traveling.
1: Um, Maybe. Because same here. But my family didn't grow up traveling, but my family I actually called my dad the other day and he was like let's see, that's so sweet. I was like, I don't know, I just needed to tell you. Um, I called him and I was like, thank you for putting me around different all kinds of cultures. So I think that while we didn't because I don't we did didn't really have the money to travel. I think is why we didn't. Like my parents love to go different places um, but we just didn't have the money to travel like and didn't do vacations and stuff like that. and so, But I was surrounded by all different, like, ethnicities, demographics, backgrounds, abilities. And so because of that, I think that that was my form of traveling. And it it gave me a worldview of, like, oh, the world is not just about me and people that look like me. And so... I think that then when I started to think about traveling, it was like, okay, well, if it looks like this in my town, it can be diverse in my town. Like, how much more does the world have to offer than just, like, my school or, you know, my parents, like, colleagues or their children, you know, like, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm very grateful for my parents. I don't... And my dad said it was intentional. Like, both my parents had, you know, friends of all different races, like... And, you know, listen to different kind of music that, you know, like they, their interests were different and they were really good about surrounding me with not just like the mainstream Caucasian life, I feel like. Mm. And I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. Um. So it doesn't even like, so yeah, I guess that to say that is like, it doesn't even have to mean like you have to travel, but like in... Where you're at, if you look around, like there's people that are different than you and you can get to know those stories. And that's almost like travel within, within your surroundings.
0: Yeah. I mean, look at pretty much every city is a melting pot. You can Mm -hmm. go to Mexican restaurants, you can go to Thai restaurants, Greek, all these different places. There's people within your community that are just as foreign as you'd meet, probably more foreign than you'd meet. In those other places, because they're so Americanized, tourist uh, centric,
1: mm-hmm. and those people that come from different places also have really cool stories of how they got here. And so, being able to ask their them their stories gives you already a perspective that the world is bigger than like Fayetteville or Northwest Arkansas or the United States. You know? Yeah, but it's
0: just it's just sad because maybe it's not sad, but like that's. The tourism is what's keeping a lot of those cities alive. Like Mm -hmm. Nisara tourism is the biggest industry there. Yeah. And so they have to make sure that that stays alive. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, and they create these kind of like false Costa Rican or false whatever culture that you're in environments
1: to cater to the tourists to cater
0: to to make sure the tourists that come there get the experiences they're looking for even oh, though it's very curated oh, it's not okay. like the authentic like culture that you're you're going there for mm-hmm. but it's that's what the people that people want to go all across the world to experience these cultures um, but they stay in these places that
1: are actually the culture
0: it's like It's a curated, it's Mm. very, it's high end, it's these high rises or it's Mm. these resorts and it's, you're not really getting to know what actually makes, makes the place special. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I, that's why I did, I did enjoy, um, staying with a local when I went to Mexico because my walk, like the people I went with actually stayed in a resort and I stayed in like a neighborhood in the town and it was cool because my morning walk was through the town and like I stopped at a local coffee shop I didn't stop at like the main tourist street of st- you know like mm-hmm. and so it was cool because I I feel like I did get to explore a tiny bit what just like normal life there looks like yeah like i was walking next to the locals on their way to work like they were walking to work you know and so i was walking the coffee shop, you know, and they would stop and get their coffee and then they keep on, and so it was like I was really grateful that I had the opportunity to at least do that. Mm.
0: So. Yeah. Just little things like that. It's mm. the little things.
1: It's the little things.
0: It's the yeah, it's the walk through the jungle. It's the mm. it's the, the tuk-tuk rides. <laughs> yeah. I think it's tuk-tuk. Tuk-tuk. Um...
1: I'm surprised that they have those there. I thought that was more of, like, uh, Asia that has that.
0: India, I think India and Asia, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. It's cool. It's very easy to get around. Yeah. All right. I think that wraps us up for think this so. podcast. Yep. Um,
1: thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening. Uh, give us some book feedback. A <laughs> book a trip. Go to Costa Rica. Go to Nosara. Actually, don't. It's It's terrible. It's a miserable place. <laughs> um... Also, I'm doing a, uh, I guess this will be out Monday, so it's it'll be too late. But.
1: Keep an eye out.
0: Keep an eye out for different courses that we are doing. Ooh, we are doing a nutrition master class.
1: <laughs> a week from Tuesday. It's a
0: master class oh <laughs> on nutrition. I guess that doesn't matter. <laughs> um, nutrition master class. There's so many different things out there on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. So much contradicting, so many contradicting information mm-hmm. that didn't sound right. But you know what I'm saying? Contradicting information out there. It's it's hard. It's hard to know what to cook.
1: What to sift through. What to
0: sift through, what to eat, how to uh, eat the foods that works for your body instead of against it mm-hmm. it's hard it's very hard i completely understand where you're coming from but sign up for this deal for this masterclass, and we are going to show you give you guidelines we're going to give you pointers how to what to cook uh, meal plans and how to align your diet to optimize your gene expression which is very scientific but the genes produce the best body within you, mm-hmm. and so if you're eating the right foods, it produces the right gene expression, which which produces the right proteins for your body to thrive and function. So, sign up. Uh, it's on March fifteenth. Fifteenth. Um, link on our on our website, and we are excited. It'll be it'll be a Zoom call, um, yeah. so you can do Q and A at the end.
1: Um, yeah, if you're live, you'll be able to do Q&A, and if you – the course is $20, and it'll be an hour and a half. Um, so if you are able to tune in live, you'll be able to do like Q&A and um, be on Zoom with us. If you – purchase the class and are not able to be live with us you'll get sent the recording because you obviously purchased the class so the only thing will be is that you don't necessarily get to do live Q&A but we'll still answer questions if you shoot us But be
0: sure whatever. to purchase the class before March 15th or yes. else the price will go up so make sure you purchase now get it done and get yourself a little discount before it increases this is going to be some really good stuff. I'm really ex- We're both really excited to mm-hmm. share this with you guys. Um,
1: and we want it to be a conversation, too. Like, we want to share information, and then we want you guys to be able to ask questions that kind of propel us into conversation as well.
0: Get on it. Um, yeah, so it sounds good. Thank you for listening. Follow, subscribe, like, comment. Uh, give me, shoot me a FaceTime. Follow me on. Shoot me a FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, whatever you want to do um, thank you guys for listening talk to you later
1: bye